Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. Uh, so I'm going to dive right into it. Just a few key powerful notes from, the, uh, from Sunday. Uh, the things that we learned were that there were two sides of the gospel. You know, that Jesus, we, we love Jesus. If you cost of Jesus, we're in the family of God. If he didn't die on the cross, it wouldn't even be no need to be here tonight if he didn't resurrect in three days, amen, and come back to life to, to redeem us from the curse. And so we understand that, and we love Jesus, and we need Jesus, and he is our Lord and Savior. But we found out that to get your stuff, to get your prosperity, and prosperity isn't just money. It's, it's a happy marriage. It's a successful business. Your children are acting right. It's all the promises, uh, the blessings that were on Abraham. And if you don't know what the blessings that were on Abraham, go to Deuteronomy 28 and read the blessings. Those, that's everything in that should be happening in your life. Amen. But I touched on seed faith as one of the principles of the kingdom. The laws of the kingdom determine our prosperity. The laws of the kingdom determine our prosperity. And so I touched on a few principles of seed faith. And I got down to the point that we know that, uh, you know, I think the mindset for a lot of us have been that everything was up to God, that God was in control of everything. And that's not necessarily true because, you know, if and, and, you know, Sunday, I got a lot of strong looks when I said that, that God wasn't in control of everything. And if you look in your scripture, if you look in Matthew 13, 58, it said that Jesus couldn't do any great works there because could not do not wouldn't not didn't desire could not do any great works there because of their lack of faith and if you read mark 6 5 and 6 it's the same thing he couldn't do it but he's in control of everything so he's not moved by your pain he's not moved by your emotion he's not moved by your tears I think, I think he hurts with you, and I think he's saying, man, my child, would you please learn my principles so I can move in your life? And so, and you know, so those are points, scriptures you can look at. And then there's the one with the issue of blood. She had the issue of blood for 12 years. You think Jesus or God didn't know she had the issue of blood year one, two, five, eight? I know she cried. I know she was praying. I know she was in pain. But why God didn't move? Year 10, 11, 12, he still didn't move. She was, and then she implemented one of the principles she decreed out of her mouth that if I touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed, right? And then she put faith into action. Minister Jonathan nailed that nail in the ground last Wednesday that faith without works is dead. And so the woman said, not only will I, if I touch him, I'll be healed. She had to move and get to him. But she still was, had the issue of blood. She was five feet away from him, still had the issue of blood. Three feet, two feet, still had the issue of blood. But it wasn't until she touched him that faith was released. Amen. And so this is, uh, you know, so we're just, I'm just going through a real recap. Um, and so God rules the earth through his laws. That was one of our, our powerful points. He rules the earth through his laws. Amen. All right. So let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. 
Praise God. I'm praying you're getting something out of this, that you're being encouraged, uh, that you're being strengthened, that your faith is being renewed. And so we found out with seed faith that God has created a spiritual technology that we could use to open doors and close doors in our life, open, close seasons and open new seasons in our life through seed faith. Amen. And we and we found out that everything uh, we do is a seed. We're sowing seeds every day. We're sowing seeds every day. And the meaning of seed, again, was the beginning, that from which anything springs, the first principle, an original principle of production. Everything comes out of the seed, starts with the seed. And then I had you read Genesis 8.22, while the earth remaineth, seed time harvest. We know that scripture, but we just know that no matter what, the seed can produce what we need it to produce in our lives. Amen. And so I've touched on a couple of points of, uh, you know, tithe with the seed for the windows of heaven to open. And I got a lot of positive feedback. But the one that they really were interested in was battle. Battle was the seed is the seed for territory. And I said, as a Christian, you were, were never going to be without battle because of we're taking back what Adam lost from us for us in Genesis. Right. And so if you're wanting the extraordinary life, the blessings of God to flow, you're going to have to do battle. Amen. And here's here's a nugget for you. Goliath. Goliath never shows up where you are. He shows up when you step into the territory God has promised you. Hallelujah. Woo, that's a good clap on right there. Goliath never shows up where you are. He shows up when you've stepped into the territory that God has promised you. Bishop came, his, his testimony, when he came to Kansas City, he had a few things he had to you know, deal with to get the ministry going. But when he came and said 4300 North Corrington belongs to Harvest Church, Goliath showed up. All the powers in this, in this region, in this area showed up to stop him. But the man of God did battle. Hallelujah. Thank God he did battle. Thank God he did battle. And so that's a sign that you're in the promised land. Goliath is a sign that you're in the promised land. If you aren't dealing with any Goliaths in your life, um, I'm sorry, you're not in the promised land. Because he's only going to come up when you're trying to take something that he's already, he thinks is his. It's yours. It's already yours. But Goliath thinks it's his. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving so I can get into the rest of this tonight. Uh, the principle of seed faith is the only principle that's able to mimic what Jesus did. We talked about that in John 12, 24. It says, Jesus said, very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it will produce much grain. Hallelujah. And so Jesus was the seed for the family of God. Jesus had to die so we could come in. If he didn't die, it wouldn't we it wouldn't none of this would have mattered. Amen. And so Jesus was our main seed. Praise God. And so we thank Jesus for dying for us and uh, resurrection. And we found out that the principle of seed faith is based on death and resurrection. 
sowing a seed with whatever your season is of pain or lack or shortage or loneliness or depression, you can sow that seed, so tie that to that seed, and when it dies, that season of your life has to die. And then when it resurrects, new life springs forth. And you get the opposite of, you, you know, you, if you sow corn, you'll get more corn. But when you don't want to sow, I'm sowing uh, poverty, and I'm going to get more poverty. No, you don't want that. But in God's technology, we can go down to Corinthians 1538. Go to 15, Corinthians 1538 real quick. And it says, but God giveth it a body as it has pleased him and to every seed its own body. So that's how you can sow poverty. God, I'm, I'm planting this seed for increase in my life, for promotion, for uh, whatever your need is, healing. And that seed that, that's tied to that seed has to die. And when it resurrects, in between there, we don't know what happens. We, that's our part to sow it in faith. And at night and day it grows and does all this. The earth does all that. That's, that's God's business. That ain't none of my business. I don't, I don't know. But all I know is when it come out on the other side, it's what I desired. If I stand strong and stay in the faith, if I keep confessing right and keep doing right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we thank you, God, that in, in Corinthians 15, 38, it says God can give my seed a new body. We can begin to use seed faith, sowing into the ministry, sowing the word of God into your heart and underst with understanding and end seasons and start another one. Praise God. Is that good? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And that's why it's dangerous. Side note, that's why it's dangerous to, to steal money from the house of God, because you don't know what's tied to that seed and it didn't get a chance to die. And you took it. You're going to take on whatever they were trying to get rid of. And, you know, I believe Judas died for more than just frustration because he was still in that seed. You don't know what was on that cancer, whatever, leprosy. I think Judas died of the weight of something he wasn't supposed to carry that only Jesus was supposed to carry. And he didn't end up having to hang from the cross. Amen. So praise God, man, Jesus. I thank you. I give you praise. Hallelujah. So the seed is a powerful tool that we can use to open and close doors. All right. Now I'm on to tonight's message. Praise God. As a quick recap, go back and look at that. E-Church, I love you. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I hope you're being blessed and encouraged. It's not over. If what you see is not what you saw, it's not over. Our bishop has told us that for years. It's not over. It's not over. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right. So tonight I'm just going to touch on a few things. Uh, I just got seven facts about the seed. Okay. There's, there's many more. These are ones that have blessed my life. I gave my testimony how when I got married, I've been married twice, started over with nothing but clothes in a truck twice and got married a third time listening to my man of God and, and some brothers I was hooked up with. Amen. And, uh, 
you know, I felt for the third marriage, I felt kind of bad, you know, like, man, I missed it two times. You know, I don't, I don't know if I want to get back out here, you know, but uh, some things, you know, God, Holy Ghost will minister to you in, in, in crazy ways sometimes that seem unusual. You know, I'm watching baseball like the World Series. It just just ended. You know, they get three strikes. You know, first strike, they they don't go sit down. The second strike, they may swing and miss it, and they, they don't go sit down. They got one more try. And so I said, well, if they get three strikes, I got one more swing. But I listened to the Holy Ghost, and, you know, I hit it out the park this time. Praise God. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't give up. If, if you're wanting a husband or a wife, don't give up. Use this principle. Use this principle of seed faith to produce what you want. Amen? Praise God. All right, let's go. Uh, so seven facts about the seed. First, my seed is a bridge. And I, I'll personal, I personalize the word. You know, uh, anytime I read it, I'm putting J in there, scribble J in here, mine, and us's, you know. So put your name there. Put, put my, say like me, my seed is a bridge. It is a bridge from where you are to where you want to go. You know, and, and the testimony I had is if you imagine looking at the Grand Canyon and you're on one side of the Grand Canyon, but your stuff is on the other side. Your seed faith, planting seed, planting the word of God in your heart. The word is the seed. Our bishops taught this. This is the elementary. The word is, your, is the seed. The ground is our heart. Amen. Planting the word, what you what you have in here, finding your prescription, finding your uh, your remedy to your issue is in this word. And you meditate on that word, mutter it, chew it, say it, put it on the refrigerator, put it on the cabinet, put it in your bathroom. This is our bishop taught us this. And that word will begin germinating in our hearts. In our spirit, man, in our mind, in our thinking, in our subconscious. And you'll be you'll wake up one day and be walking in what you're decreeing. Amen. The same with the seed of finances or time when you sow it in good ground, which is harvest church is good ground. Now, there are people that don't have integrity concerning money. We know that. But don't 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 judge everybody on them, because I know a man at 4300 North Corrington Avenue, a pastor, an under-shepherd that is the greatest steward over finances that I've seen in all my life. Amen. I mean, I think, and I may, don't quote me enough, I believe we have over $33 million worth of assets that are paid for. I said paid for. Not we, we praying to pay it off. It's paid for because of our man of God's business mind and hearing what the Lord is saying. Amen. And so this is good ground. Harvest Church is good ground. Harvest Church St. Joe is good ground. Harvest Church Topeka is good ground. Harvest Church all over this world is good ground. Amen. And so, so use the seed and, and it's good ground. So, you know, I was thinking just a quick testimony. My wife, she wanted to be married, you know, and um, I talked to her, you know, the other day. She didn't know I was picking a brain. And I asked her, did you ever sow any seed for a husband? 
And she said, well, you know, I know I put, I put seed in Dr. Haupt's hand, you know, when the wise and waiting conferences and different meetings that they may have had, she's putting seed in her hand. I said, that's all she needed. And then she had a vision board. You know, she had a vision board. Bishops taught us that. Uh, put up there what you want, what kind of man you want. And she said her, her, her stuff was real close to Bishop's character and integrity and, you know, a little handsomer than him. But a lot of the stuff was right around Bishop. Amen. And, uh, and when she planted that seed, by ways we don't know, that bridge started being built from this side to that side. And while she was in waiting, she was like Ruth. The girl kept gleaming in Harvest Church. She kept singing. Then when she would get off the stage from singing the paint off the wall, she'd go clean the bathrooms. The girl was gleaming. She was working in the ministry, working her faith, standing and believing God that what she's desiring was going to come to pass. And then one day, Boaz looked over there. I said, who's that gleaming? Amen. The Holy Ghost helped me. But I was Boaz. Amen. But she, the point is that she kept working in the ministry. She kept doing what God told her to do. And then it's, it's probably like overnight, it seems like I showed up. And that's how the blessings of God are going to hit your life like overnight in the name of Jesus. He will supply until no more is needed. Amen. So seed faith. My seed is a bridge. My seed starts a conversation. Your seed starts a conversation in heaven. I talked about on First Fruit Sunday how the, the widow put a mighty in, which was a small, insignificant thing to most people. But Jesus leaned up and said, man, she gave all that she had. Amen. Your seed starts a conversation. And then there on the flip side, there was Ananias and Sapphira who lied about the seed. And through the unction of the Holy Ghost, he said, man, why y'all lie? You didn't even have to lie. It started a conversation. What are they saying about your seeds? What is heaven saying about your seed? Ooh. <laughs> I, pray. I told you Sunday, somebody, some of y'all need to pray for a crop failure. Number three, my seed is a document of trust. If we go to Numbers 23, 19, as I said, this is one of the most important uh, scriptures in the Bible for me that's, that's helped me stand my ground is Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, I believe it. It's that simple. If he said it, I believe it. Belief is faith in action connected to your seed to turn whatever situation you have in your life around. Amen. Number four, my seed is a picture of my passion. My seed is a picture of me. My seed is a picture of my obedience. If God tells me, I want you to plant $10,000 on first fruit Sunday and I believe him. I may not have it in my pocket, but I believe that by the time first fruit Sunday come, I'm going to have it. And then when I get it, 
oh, we gonna pay this, we gonna, we been waiting on vacation, we gonna do this, we gonna do that, no, no, no. When I plan it, it's a picture of my obedience. It's my picture to God saying, I trust you. Lord, you're my source. None of this, none of this moves me, you're my source. Amen? Amen. Praise God, praise God. And my seed is proof of my expectation and proof that God has blessed me. To put seed in the ground, wherever you're at is where you start. You start where you're at. So don't be moved on first fruit or somebody give 20 or 50 or 100,000 if all you have is 100 at that time. Start there. When I came to this church over 21 years ago, <laughs> at the end, third, Wednesday, third, today, Wednesday, Thursday, I'd be digging in my ass straight, trying to get a little gas to make it till Friday to get my check. But today, we go to the gas station and just click it, and I just look around. And that thing just turned 50, 40, 50, 60, 70. And I, I'm not even concerned with it because it's there. Using these principles. Using these principles. My seed is an instruction to my future. My seed is an instruction to my future. If I'm tying promotion, if I'm tying healing to this seed, it's instructing my future of what I'm expecting to happen. My seed is the only voice that my future is going to listen to. So my seed is an instruction. Amen. Mm. That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff right there. And the last one is where I'm really standing right now. My seed is an investment into kingdom soil. My seed is making me rich. Say that in your home. My seed is making me rich. And I'm speaking literally. The seed is making me rich from the time I've come here to the time I, where, I'm in, where I am now. If I told you the whole story, you'd think I was lying to you in the church. And I'm not. My seed is making me rich. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, let's go to. That's just seven points on the seed. If we can go to Mark 4, 26, 29. Praise God, I got 12 minutes. Mark 4, 26, 29. I wrote the scriptures down on my tablet because I, I couldn't see them too well Sunday, but I can see them tonight. This is a parable about the seed. Jesus also said the kingdom of God. Anytime Jesus says the kingdom of God is like, He's giving you a principle that you can use on the earth to get your stuff. Amen. Jesus also said the kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. So we know that the seed is either the word of God in your heart, in your spirit, man, or your money being put in the ground. The ground is either the ministry or your soul, your spirit, man. Amen. The kingdom of God is like a farmer. Who's the farmer? I'm the farmer. Right? I'm the farmer. Not God. I'm the farmer. Who scatters seed on the ground. 
Night and day, while he's asleep and awake, the seed sprouts up and grows. That's God's part. I, I planted my seed as the farmer, and now I just got to stand in faith, and God goes to work on the rest of it, right? So that's God's part. Night and day, while I'm asleep and awake, the seed sprouts up and grows, but I don't understand how it happens. This is the NL, NL, NLT version. I don't understand how it happened. Don't, don't want to know. That's God's business. The earth produces the crops of its own. The earth produces crops of its own. Mm. When you believe the promises of God, the seed of God's word by itself has the ability to bring full manifestation in your spirit or in your life. The word of God, the seed of God's word by itself has the ability to produce what you're believing God for. That's good. That's good. So the earth produces crops of its own. First, the, the leaf blade pushes through, then the head and, of wheat and formed, and finally a grain, the grain ripens. So, uh, and soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes, the farmer comes. Who's the farmer? I am. I'm the farmer, not God. The farmer comes with the sickle and immediately brings the harvest in. So the farmer immediately does battle to get what's his. Now, if you, if you went by, if we, we're, I mean, I'm from Kansas. I'm from Wichita, Kansas. I'm a country boy, they say. But it's a lot of, of wheat fields. If you see a wheat field full of, of wheat or corn and the farmer sitting on the porch, rocking his chair, chewing on a piece of straw, and you'd be like, man, what, what you doing, man? You need to get out here and get this harvest in. Oh, the Lord's going to get it to me. The Lord's going to get it to me. I, I'm just going to, what he wants for me, he's going to get it into the barn. Man, are you serious? You got to get out here and get this? No, no, the Lord is going to get it to me. Do you think his wheat is going to get in the barn? What'd you say? No. What make you think your wheat is going to get in the barn? you got to get up and go to work, go and harvest, go and do battle with Goliath. Amen. For most of us, if not all of us, all of your stuff is on the other side of conflict. All of your stuff is on the other side of battle. All of your stuff is where? On the other side of battle. And I already said, Goliath doesn't show up where you are. He shows up when you stepped into the territory that God has promised you. Praise God. Praise God. And know this. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Fear not. Be strong and courageous. God will never send you into battle to lose. God will never send you in the battle to lose. He sends you in the battle to win and to take the spoils and bring them back into the kingdom, into the house of God, to bless this ministry, to bless your family, to be a blessing in society. Amen. So God, those of you, I'm just sensing there's a lot of you 
who have stepped off of what you're desiring. Get back in the fight. Get back in the fight. Get back in the fight. God is with you. God is helping you. God is guiding your steps. God is going to make a way where there is no way. You don't need the money until you need the money, our, bitch, our pastor says. You got to step out and do battle. When David ran up against Goliath, Goliath came with a sword and shield. David came with the words of his mouth. He defeated, he defeated Goliath before they even got on the field with the words of his mouth. Come on, that's exciting there to know you can decree a thing and then put a seed in the ground on it with faith. And the law works every time. The law works every time you're going to get what you're desiring. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And, and like I said, I'm your brother. You know, I was in them pews. I'm in them pews like you are. I came to this ministry. I was in the parking lot. Cold out there telling you to park. You driving slow. I'm telling you, hurry up. It's cold out here. I started in the parking lot. I stayed faithful with my hand to the plow. I stayed at the man of God's feet studying him. I studied him like a book. People over the years, you know, you out there following that man and, and you doing what he say and you doing this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't laughing today. They're not laughing today. So get your hands back on the plow. Amen. Be like Ruth. Keep gleaming the field. Do what you have to do to keep pushing this ministry forward. It's, we're not following Bishop and Dr. Howe. We're following the vision that Bishop and Dr. Howe has set in this house. It's the vision. Amen? Amen. 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 And so, as I said, I'm your brother. And these principles have worked in my life and are working. You know, we listen to Bishop, our pastor, uh, and, you know, we see God moving in his life. But it's almost like, you know, oh, he's, he, it's supposed to happen. He's up there. You know, he's up there. God said, I gave everyone the same measure of faith. So what he's doing for him, he can do for you. What he's doing for me, he can do for you. Amen. Wow. What an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach. 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.